Hey everyone, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, there's a certain magic about the music that you began listening to when you first got into music, and that remains the best music of your life. But what if you grew up during a period where the music sucked? I was very lucky. I grew up in the 80s. So when I discovered music, it was this kind of fun... There was a lot of great pop music. There was a lot of really good punk music. There was a lot of decent metal. I mean, it was really a great era. Classic rock was incredible during that period. But then the 70s, before then, eh, that kind of sucked. The 60s, there was a lot of good music. There was also a lot of shit. And also some of the weirdest band names. Mott the Hoople. Who comes up with a band name that way? The 90s, not so bad. The 2000s, eh, it's crap. Uh, the, what do they call the 2000 teens? Whatever they call it, they should just call it shit. Because the music kind of sucks then too. So we've got to go back to get decent music. We've got to go back to the 80s and 90s. But for the people that grew up in each era, they're convinced that their, their decade of music was the best to be had. And it is kind of weird because the 60s, the music is defined completely different from the 70s. And then the 80s, completely di- It's almost like every 10 years, they just got to trade it out for something different. Odd how it holds to that schedule. But then again, a country was changing too during that period. So you had a lot of changing mores, you had a lot of changing attitudes and moralities, and, and the music just reflected that. And it is weird because some music was of the times and it was a form of protest and it led people down a certain path. And then there was other music that was just, eh, you could have stuck it in any decade. It wouldn't have made a difference. It was just, it was kind of like when you're writing uh, a lot of the blog that I wrote that, that goes for this podcast, you try to write what's known as evergreen, meaning that you could read it 10 years ago today or 10 years from now and it still holds there's nothing that dates it there's nothing that puts it into a specific time period and a lot of music is that way too but I think the the biggest thing about music is it can make you laugh it can make you cry it can make you pass the time quicker honestly I think that's the one thing that not a lot of people talk about Music is a great way to just waste a little bit of time. Maybe you're stuck somewhere. You could be stuck in the dentist's office. And you know what? Shitty music is better than total silence. You know, unless you're sitting in a room with your legs folded in the lotus position and you're trying to, you know, touch base with your inner self, music helps to pass time. Then again, most things do. Music, reading, plastic model building, masturbation. I mean, all of it is basically to pass the time. Well, masturbation is more of an addiction, but, you know, we're, that's a podcast for a different time. But back to the music. I think if you were to take all the different decades and, and kind of put them through a little bit of a filter and what was good, what sucked... You're going to end up with with the 70s standing out with the 2000 teens, with the 2000s. 
basically the music for the last 20 years and then skip 20 years and go back that decade before that. So 50 years ago, basically, music sucked. And then about half of the stuff from the 60s. But if you throw it all together with that type of consideration and that kind of a shitty perspective, you have today's episode, which is, first of all, the 70s sucked on today's Caffeinated Humor. There is a time warp ahead of me in traffic. I'm driving to work, and there's a van directly in front of me that is simply, it appeared from about 1976. It's a 70s era Dodge van, the the short one with the snub nose. All the doors open out as sliding doors had not been invented yet. The biggest tip-off that the van got here through some sort of time machine is the myriad of bumper stickers on the back. Not just the bumper, but the doors and several on the back windows. Now, the most colorful and larger of the bunch is our pure classics. Here's, here's a little sampling. Gas, grass, or ass, nobody rides for free. Kind of like the player's creed from the disco era or the, you know, the banner for a, a pedophile. If this van's a rockin', don't come a knockin'. Now, what kind of an unholy slut would give it up in, for that line in this van? There's a cartoon character with one leg stretched way out that says, Keep on trucking. I swear the Grateful Dead are a damned cult. I found it, and now my finger stinks. Hands down, one of the funniest bumper stickers to come out of the 70s, but the altar boy in me is just outraged. Those are the most recognizable ones. They're kind of the standards for all we saw during that era on that type of van. And then there are a few from the 70s that still make no sense. Fade Away. Possibly a a Neil Young reference, but you can never be sure. Goddamn hippies. Attica. The Attica Prison Riot. Chaos on the Half Shell. Good times. Go with the flow. That is one of the most really annoying ancient hippie sayings that just bugs the crap out of me. Make love, not war. Well, first of all, you lose the war that way. Second of all, bite my ass, hippie. Now, by now, I am convinced the driver has to have gold medallions hanging on his his bare chest hair with his polyester shirt unbuttoned down to his belly button. Way too much male whore cologne with a condom and a cocaine vial in his pocket. Does that paint the right picture in your head? Puts a little bit of creepy in the back of your head. So I whip into the next lane and speed up. This I've got to see. And what I see is mind-boggling. Betty White is driving the car. Okay, so it's not the real Betty White, but it looks a lot like her. I can only think that the reason she is driving this van is that her her vintage 72 Pontiac Bonneville is in the shop being resuscitated by a miracle worker of a mechanic, and she had to borrow her son's van. Now, he lives in her basement, by the way. And he's the driver that I envisioned, the, the chest hair, the male whore cologne, all that. And judging by the no right turn signal she just made without warning, pseudo Betty White drives like shit. What a family. I don't even know him and I despise him. 
And since most of this is in my own head, I have in effect created these people and now I hate what I created. I mean, that's fairly twisted for me and it's still early. It is seriously time for some coffee. Hope you liked today's episode. I know I did. Do me a favor. If you liked it, even if you didn't, listen to more episodes. Put it on the background. Let it play like white noise. Just something to help you sleep at night. Anything. I need you to listen. Share it if you can. Support it if you can. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye.